0: Welcome back friends to Hope is a Prayer Away. I am your host Pastor JJ and in today's Bible study we're going to study and continue our studies on the judgment series. This is part 22 of 31 and we are examining all of the judgments that the Bible speaks of and when they're going to take place and who are going to be the participants of the different judgments. And, um, and we're also looking at some of the views that some of our brothers in the church um, also have on these judgments and I do this so that you can be well versed so that you can understand that there's others opinions out there and that you can do your own research and see what you along with the Lord lead you to uh to believe and to accept and to hold on to. So we're going to continue looking at the time of the Bema. And this is because there's there's another view to to the time of the Bema and how it's going to occur and what's going to happen. So let us delve into this and, and hopefully we can all grow from this. It's the time of the Bema. This event will occur immediately following the rapture or the resurrection of the church after it is caught up to be with the Lord in the air as described in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 13 through 18 and I will be reading out of the NIV version for every verse in this Bible study now the title of this passage in the bible it's called believers who have died Notice that he's not using the word dying. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ will rise first after that we who are still alive and left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so will be and so we will be with the Lord forever excuse me Therefore, encourage one another with these words. And friends, let's just take a second. And you imagine what that day is going to be like. When the heavens open up and the Lord comes down. And those that are asleep in Christ. All of those tombs are going to open up and they're going to come back to life. And they're going to be called up first to be with the Lord. And then us that are remaining are going to meet them. Man, that's, that's mind-boggling. Every time I read this passage, just the awesome power and nature of Jesus. It's just incredible. So we find that there's several arguments in support of this view. For example, in Luke 14, verses 12 through 14, the passage reads as follows. Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Reward is associated with the resurrection and the rapture is when the church is resurrected. So we find in this passage. Also in Revelation 19 and verse eight, we find that the verse says, fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. And now fine linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. So when the Lord returns with his bride at the end of the tribulation, she is seen already rewarded. Her reward is described as fine linen, the righteous acts of the saints, undoubtedly the result of rewards. We also find in 2 Timothy 4.8. Now there is a store for me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his, his appearing. Amen. Come soon, Lord Jesus first corinthians 4 5 therefore judge nothing before the appointed time wait until the lord comes he will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of the heart at that time each will receive their praise from god we find that rewards are associated with that day and with the lord's coming again for the church this means the event of as we covered before in 1st Thessalonians 4 13 through 18 amen so some are the opinion that the order of the events will be firstly the rapture which includes our glorification or resurrection of bodies secondly The exaltation into the heavens with the Lord. Thirdly, examination before the Bema. And fourthly, the compensation or rewards given to us at the Bema. Now, where is the place of the Bema? It will occur somewhere in the heavenlies. In the presence of the Lord. And this is evident from? First Thessalonians four seventeen. Let us read, please. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so will be. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Revelation four and chapter uh, and verse two. I'm sorry. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne, and heaven with someone sitting on it. Revelation 19.8 Again, fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. And remember that we find that fine linen stands for the righteousness acts of God's holy people. Now, who are the participants at the BMO? we find that all of the passages in the Bible dealing with the Bema or rewards are addressed to believers or pertain to believers of the church. For example, we find in Romans 14 verses 10 through 12, you then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? for we will all stand before God's judgment seat. Verse 11, it is written, quote, As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, and every tongue will acknowledge God, unquote. So then, each of us will have to give an account of ourselves to God. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 12. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw. And 2 Corinthians 5, 9. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home, in the body, or away from it. 1 John two twenty eight of the NIV, God's children and sin is the uh, name of the passage of this, uh, of this verse in the, in the Bible. And now, dear children, continue in him so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. 1 Thessalonians 2 verses 19 through 20 starting at verse 19 let us read please for what is our hope our joy or the crown in which he will he will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes is it not you indeed you are glory and joy 1 Timothy 6 verses 18 through 19, command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. Verse 19, in this way they will lay up treasures for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life titus 2 verses 12 through 14 it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled upright and godly lives in this present age verse 13 while we wait for the blessed hope the appearing of the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. So we find that the resurrection program and thus the reward of the Old Testament saints occurs after the tribulation. After church age saints are already seen in heaven and rewarded and returning with the Lord to judge the earth. And remember that we know this because night Revelation 19 and verse 8 says, Fine linen, bright and clean, was given to her to wear. For fine linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. Daniel 12 verses 1-2 through and this passage in the Bible is entitled The End of Times let us start reading at verse 1 please at the time at that time Michael the great prince who protects your people will arise there will be a time of distress such as has not happened from the beginning of the nations until then But at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, what book? The book of life, will be delivered. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, and others to shame and everlasting contempt. So friends, once you're born, you're going to sleep for a little while, but when you come back, when the Lord says it's time, some of us will definitely be going with the Lord. And sadly, some of them will be going to Hades and then to the ultimate uh, lake of fire. Matthew 24. Friends, I encourage you to read the entire chapter. It's just too too long for our studies And uh, But let me give you a glimpse of what the chapter uh, is entitled. Chapter 24 of Matthew is entitled, The Destruction of the Temple and Signs of the End Times. I encourage you to please, in your devotional time, read the entire chapter along with this study, and you will gather even more information. So we find that... All believers, regardless of their spiritual state, will be raptured and will stand before the Bema to give an account of their lives and will either receive rewards or lose rewards. Now we find that some believe in a partial rapture theory, which says that only those in fellowship with the Lord will be raptured as a form of punishment for their sin but friends as we mentioned above this is not only contrary to the finished work of Christ who once and for all paid the penalty for all of our sins but is contrary to the teachings of 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 9 through 11 let us read please For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that, whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact fact you are doing. So we find that further, the words awake or sleep of verse 10 refer to a spiritual or moral condition. It's not whether one is alive or dead when Christ returns, as we find in 1 Thessalonians 4 verses 13 through 14. And the title of this passage is entitled, Believers Who Have Died. And it, starting at verse, th- verse 13, please let us read. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. So the context suggests that the Apostle Paul has in mind the return of Christ for the church, the rapture, as we find in First Thessalonians uh, 4, verses 13 through 18. And that was his hope. Now the rapture is the means of our deliverance from the wrath. The Apostle Paul discusses in the in chapter In this chapter, 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 through 3, the day of the Lord. That is the name of this passage. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. And I'll be honest with you, friends, every time I read this, it is my belief. I you know, just by reading this that maybe God's coming back at night time. You imagine waking up in the middle of the night and, 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 and the heavens are opening up and you see Jesus coming Oh my gosh. I mean even during the day that's gonna blow your mind, but especially if you're you know, well asleep and you wake up to that glory. Amen. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. And this is clear from both the context of 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 4 through 10, starting at verse 4. Please let us read. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with Him. And we find, friends, here the Apostle Paul changed the words he used for sleep. For example, he used the Greek word katheudo in verses 5-10. It says he died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, so he changed it. He used the word katheudo rather than the Greek word "koimao," which... The word he used metaphorically in chapter 4, 1 Thessalonians 4 verses 13 through 14 to describe a physical death. Though cateudo was used of physical sleep and even death, it was also commonly used of spiritual apathy or carnal indifference to spiritual matters. And this is clearly the context of chapter 5. And friends, the point then is this. Because of the perfect and finished nature of Christ's death, note the words who died for us of verse 10 that we just read. Whether we are spiritually alert or not, We will live together with him through the rapture and to face the examination of the Bema. And friends, I don't know if you've ever accepted Jesus in your life. And there are many people that have had so many different experiences in life. And for one reason or another, they've been turned off about God. Some have been told that he doesn't love them because they're prostitutes, because they were a murderer, because they're a thief, because they're dope dealers, they're gang members. And friends, that's just not simply true. Jesus died for all of us. And Christianity, friends, it's like no other religion. For you see, you can't earn your salvation. You cannot buy your salvation. And if anyone ever tells you that if you make a special gift because a church wants to do a nursery or whatever, that for sure. The Lord is going to take that into account. And then you're going straight to heaven. Friends, that's just not true. If you have never repented of your sins. And accepted Jesus with a contrite heart. You won't be going to heaven. And sadly, friends. There's a lot of people that go to church. And they say hallelujah every Sunday. But they don't have the relationship with Christ because they've never accepted Him. And today, friends, I would like to lead you in a prayer. And all you have to do if you want to have Jesus in your life, and if you would like to have eternal life, is follow me. Follow along in the prayer that I'm going to say. Lord Jesus. I come before you this day. I repent of all of my sins, Lord. This day I ask you to be my Lord and my Savior. I accept the sacrifice that you made for me on Calvary. Please, Lord, be with me. Guide me, protect me. And let me share heaven with you, with God the Father, with God the Holy Spirit, and with the angels, and with all my friends and loved ones that are there with you. In Jesus' name. And friend, if you said that prayer, I do believe you are born again, I would encourage you, please go out to your Bible bookstore, whatever bookstore is close to you. And I would encourage you to take, a, take time and go through the different fra- interpretations of the Bible, like the NIV, the NLT, the New King James Version, the King James Version, and find a Bible that speaks to you. Find a Bible that when you read it, it's easy for you to understand what the passage is saying, for that's the right Bible for you. And then I would also encourage you, friends, that in order to grow in the Lord, please go to your weekly Bible studies. And if you're working during the time that those Bible studies are held, reach out to the person who's teaching that class and ask them if they would please send you an email or hold a copy of whatever lesson was taught that week. And if they would just leave it for you so that you can pick it up and, and review it and study and if you have any questions about that Bible study go back to the person who taught the class for I'm sure they've done their homework and they'll be able to help you I'd also encourage you to also go to your Sunday school go to your Sunday school take good notes go to your Sermon on Sunday morning. Take copious notes of what the pastor is saying. And when you get all of this information, friends, before you start looking into it and breaking it down, I would encourage you to go to the Lord and ask him to open your understanding. And then I would ask you that you would go back to the Lord and ask him to give you the remembrance of, of where that information that you just learned is at in the Bible, so that you can help preach and teach that information that you have to someone who may need to hear those words, amen? And friends, I close out every broadcast in remembrance of the late pastor John H. Osteen. And Pastor Osteen had coined the best phrase I have ever heard from any pastor. And I would like to share it with you, but I would like for him to have the, the honor of, of you knowing where it originated because it was not with me. So he used to close out all of his uh, Sunday sermons with the following phrase. And he would say, Friends, keep Jesus first place in your life and he will take you places that you've never dreamed of. Amen. Friends, thank you for sharing your time and the privilege of of being able to share Christ with you. And I will look forward to talking with you tomorrow on our podcast as we continue our series on the judgments may his blessings be upon you and yours today and always in jesus mighty name amen and amen thank you friends